Hey, I'm Alan Hunter. You're listening on the Pantheon Network. And welcome back to No Filler, the music podcast dedicated to sharing the often overlooked hidden gems that fill the space between the singles on our favorite records. But not this episode, Q. This is our listener favorite records of 2020. I'm so stoked, man. This is a first. We, we haven't done an episode like this before, but um, as we've been reminding everybody for the last month, uh, we put put some feelers out there on Twitter for anybody who follows us or listens to send us their favorites. And we took all of those favorites. I'm talking hundreds and hundreds of them, Q. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it was, you know, a handful. But, you know, we, 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 we went through them and we um, came up with only six songs, Q. We narrowed it down. Only six and a few of these are coming from previous guests that we've had on the show. Yeah, this is going to be a very similar format uh, to the last few weeks. We're just going to go one song at a time. Um, and Q, uh, you know, I got a confession to make here, Q. Yeah. I haven't listened to any of these songs yet. I know you haven't, dude. Does that make me a shitty person? Yes. I wasn't expecting you to say yes, Q. I was expecting you to say, no, Travis, you're a busy guy. Here's what you should have said, dude. You could have completely framed this differently and you could have been a hero. I'm curious how I, how I could be a hero. You could have said, now, Quentin, I purposely didn't listen to these songs Mm. so that I could be excited today on the air. Well, Q, if I said that, that would be, that would be a lie. And, And I don't lie to our listeners. Well, guess what, Travis? That was a test, and you passed. <laughs> I passed the morality test. You, you passed it. Uh, let's get right into it, dude. So I want to start with a song that was brought to us by, uh, I'm going to call her our, our number one fan. Except for, I mean, aside from Mitchell, our, our lifelong friend. Yeah, Mitchell gets that that, that title. Um, but, yes, this particular person, we, we actually gave her a shout out. Um, because it was a tweet from her that we have reason to believe is what, uh, put our follower count, uh, over a hundred, which is small potatoes to a lot of people, but that, that was exciting times. It is. Us. Yeah. This isn't, you know, this isn't T Swift numbers, by any means. <laughs> right. but, yeah. uh, yeah, she gave us a shout out and a few other, a few people that were in that shout out chain started following us on twitter so she goes by at ronnie underscore kgg on twitter her name is ronnie shout out to ronnie what's up girl (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um i don't remember what our interactions have been like with her over the over the year um but you know she's my favorite person basically is what i was trying to get (laughs) um yeah but yeah i think she recommended our our show to some twit, twit, twit. <laughs> some little some tweet twit. that was asking for podcast recommendations or something like that. Yeah, and I've never floated around in the room like I did that day. Q. <laughs> it was like a magic carpet was underneath me. All right, so she brought a song from a band, uh, and I think I'm going to pronounce this right. I'm going to do my darndest. 
It is an 18-piece progressive jazz rock orchestra. Oh, my God. They go by the New York Chill Harmonic. Now, that's all one word. NY is capitalized, so I'm going to assume. But she brought an awesome song from an album of theirs called Mean. So we're going to get right into it with this song. Again, this is a band called the New York Chill Harmonic. This song is called Mean. great man i love it fucking awesome dude yeah i mean all of those things i like jazz rock rock orchestras of any kind um and i'm reading here um on the Bandcamp page for this that this was recorded remotely in quarantine so this is another one of those quarantine records um which is cool but yeah this is one of those bands that you would want to catch live you know, for sure. Oh, for sure, dude. An 18-piece band? That would be yeah. a dope-ass show. Um, but yeah, if you if you go onto the Bandcamp page, like, uh, you know, this is no joke. It's an actual, like, orchestra, you know. They, they list out the trumpet players, trombones, tuba, strings, saxophones. I mean, it's dope. That's really dope. And uh, the fact that they were able to do that remotely, like, I'm wondering if they all recorded their pieces, you know, separately. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, good point, yeah. dude. So yeah, that was, again, the New York Chill Harmonic. And yeah, thank you, Ronnie, for sharing that one with us. Uh, We're going to move right along to uh, a song from from our buddy Mitch. Oh man, I'm a big fan of these guys. So I want to say that this this band, their record that they put out last year, was on our 2019 recap. Yes. The OC. So these guys are long-time favorites of mine and i know mitchell is a massive fan uh he had he had tickets to see him live and stuff like that this year um so and then dude you want to talk about a band to see live oh yeah dude. i caught um some footage of it was some festival that they were playing 
and you know they have two drummers or at least they did for this performance and um the the energy and the like intensity that these guys bring to a performance you know it comes through on the record so as you can imagine like seeing them live um it's it's kind of like you know what what the name of their record last year face stabber you know what i mean like your face is just getting stabbed over and over again in a good way yeah dude and these guys are ridiculously uh prolific man yeah it's absurd so we're bringing a song that Mitch shared with us as one of his favorites of the year. This is from their album Protein Threat. Uh, this is a song called If I Had My Way. These guys are really consistent too. Like their their sound, you know. Well, you were saying that they they are super prolific, right? They've got a ton of different names that they go under, you know, that they've recorded under. Like every different variation of OCs, the OCs spelled in every different way you could you can imagine. But it's pretty consistent. And like to me, what I always think about with his voice and the tone of their guitars like that that dirty fuzzy sound mm-hmm. it kind of reminds me i'm gonna i'm gonna throw this out there see if you can hang with me on this cue you know that song uh louie louie by the kingsman that really dirty kind of garage rock sound from yeah, the 60s yeah dude. like i feel like they get that perfectly and then they do a really great job this is back-to-back progressive stuff right here cue because the uh in my in my chill harmonic was progressive and the OCs, I wouldn't call this song progressive, but the OCs are also kind of a progressive rock band too, especially well, Face Stabber. Super prog rock. Exactly. It was more um, yeah. the band cue with a face <laughs> on the record. <laughs> King Crimson. King Crimson style uh, progressive rock. Yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, I, I always think of like the 60s gr- gr- grungy garage, not grungy. I'm mixing up my decades. But the 60s uh, garage rock sound, but the more like the dirty side of it. For some reason, I think of Louie Louie by the Kingsman. No, that's a good that's a good pull, dude. I would love to hear them cover that. That'd be great. But anyway, um, yeah, solid track. You can always you can always rely on 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 Mitchell to to bring the goods when it comes to music. Oh yeah, dude, always. One of these days, we're cute. We're gonna do 
a country music episode. Yes. Uh, and we're going to have Mitchell on the episode, my friend. Oh, yeah, I can't wait for that, man. Yeah, he'll, he'll be bringing all the tunes for us on that one for sure. That's right. Dude, look at that. What am I looking at? Uh, I'm seeing <laughs> a name hopped out of me, and I'm wondering. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I can probably guess. Oh, shit. Is that the song we're playing? No, but mm. that's awesome, dude, that you that you saw that. Okay, okay, so I people don't know what we're talking about, no. but I, I pulled up our next artist's uh, Wikipedia page, and I pulled up the album. So this is coming from our buddy, Mr. Tyler Darling. Well, this is why that name popped up on the record. I know, dude. Hey, you know what? You're jumping the gun, bro. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> so Tyler Darling, also known as Mr. Spoon himself, which is what I like to call him. He has a podcast called I Turn My Podcast On, where he goes album by album and covers all things Spoon. We had him as a guest on our Dire Straits episode. Uh, friend of the show, super good guy. He brought a song from an artist named Nicole Atkins, and wouldn't you know it, Britt Daniel, lead singer of Spoon, shows up on one of these songs. Uh, not the song that we're playing. That's a shocker. That uh... You know what, dude? Maybe it's because that one with Daniel is a single and Tyler knows the rules of this podcast, okay? That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, all right. So we're going to play a song from... So she is just a solid singer-songwriter, super catchy stuff. Uh, here is a song from her album Italian Ice. This one is called Domino. It just makes me want to fucking go strut down the street. Yeah. Um, I knew from the opening notes that I was gonna that I was gonna love that song. I really like that piano, that sound that they have on the on that piano in the opening. It's almost like a whammy bar on a, on a piano kind of thing. That's yeah. Like bass line to mention that killer, killer bass yeah, line, man. dude. Yeah, it's funny. So we've talked about. We may have talked about this 
when the mics were hot, but we may not have. Tyler is like a a kindred spirit musically with us. Yeah, like dude, I think he stumbled upon our podcast because he, you know, he went through our our catalog of episodes and you know all of the albums that we talked about. Like he was a big fan of kind of thing. Well, yeah, yeah, he had the idea to do that spoon podcast and he was like you know what i want to i got to make sure that no one someone hasn't already done this and we were the first podcast to show up when you typed in spoon which is pretty cool but yeah um it's no surprise that 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 i would love everything about this song because you know we listen to the same the exact same type of music for the most part i know he doesn't appreciate heavy metal like i do but um that's fine (laughs) uh i i also want to say too that he he also suggested a song from the new Strokes album. He's a big fan of The Adults Are Talking, which is the opening track on the new Abnormal from The Strokes. Of course, we're a huge fan of that album as well, but we didn't. We decided to leave The Strokes off of our lists this year. Uh, but yeah, thank you, Tyler, for sharing that one with us. And I, dude, let's just knock out all of our uh, previous guests' picks. So we're going to move down the line to one that was sent to us from our buddy Nathan Forster. Uh, so he was on our In Rainbows episode from Radiohead, which we covered. That Dude, that was still to this day the only episode where we literally played every single song on the album. Yeah, that's right. That one that one was a doozy. Because dude. we couldn't pick three or four songs to do. Like, we had to... It's In Rainbows, man. You gotta, you gotta listen to every single song. Um... So Nathan actually had a hand in our brainstorm list for this, which I think we're going to publish on Spotify because there's a shit ton of songs on there. Nathan brought 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 songs to our 2020 favorites brainstorm list. There's a lot of good ones, dude, but I just... I. I narrowed it down to this one that I really like. So this, this is the one we're going to play. So let's give a refresher on on the man and the myth (laughs) who exactly nathan forster is so uh we go way back we were i shouldn't say we were in a band together i should say i was the guitar player in his band for like a hot minute i mean we could almost say you were a guest uh rhythm guitar yeah i um i pretended to be a musician for a couple of weeks. <laughs> it was a little bit more than that, but I was, uh, I played guitar in a band with them called grass fight. And he is the lead singer, guitar player for grass fight. I, I might be wrong on this, but I don't believe grass fight is still together. I might be dead wrong on that, but uh, Nathan Forster has a, a, you know, a bunch of different music projects that he's kind of, he dabbles with in and out of, um, and grass fight just might be on hold or hiatus or something like that. But anyway, so, um, one thing that I credit him for is turning me on to to Radiohead in 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 the way that I'm a fan of Radiohead now versus just a, like a casual listener. Yeah. Uh, so we had him on our our Radiohead episode um, where we talked about it in Rainbows. He could have been on every single one of them because he's a Radiohead like expert, you know. But um, anyway, so that's that's who Mr. Nathan Forster is. Yes, and I am going to bring a song from seven-piece Canadian art punk band. These guys are weird, dude. Uh, it's a band called Crack Cloud. They had an album that came out this year called Pain Olympics. 
Uh, this one's a doozy, dude. So here is a song again from Crack Cloud. The song is called Post Truth, parentheses, Birth of a Nation. Nathan is still taking me to school. Yeah. That's great, man. Um, really unique. Yeah. Here's what I love about uh, rock music, indie music, whatever you want to call this. Um, like, I feel like rock is starting to experiment again. Like, you know what I mean? Like bands are starting to get more experimental with their, their sound. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like from the OCs to you know a band like this or that band that we started with yeah progressive rock if you want to call it that like the the kind of the kind of rock music that incorporates little flourishes of like uh, like a choir operatic type thing like that you know or yeah, I, it's whatever really different yeah too. really cool man um and it's an, that's another mega mega band right how many people are in this band like six six that's not the photo i'm looking at there's like 12 people standing here. But okay. it's probably oh, one, seven. Seven piece. Seven piece. Okay. Well, they must work with a bunch of different they must collaborate with a bunch of people because I'm I'm seeing here 20 member. After comprising over 20 members with seven of those dedicated. It says alongside the seven touring members, a large number of multimedia artists are also associated with the Cloud Crack Cloud project. Yeah. Due to its strong focus on visual storytelling. Well shit, man, they don't even need any visuals. That song was pretty vivid on its own, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, and like 
it's just a bummer, dude, that like the year where where concerts were canceled, we had all this great stuff coming out that just demands to be seen live, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I'm looking forward to loading up 2022, maybe, if we want to look that far out with concerts. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm just going to be, I'm going to be, I'm going to be on a crack cloud floating around. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's how, I, I don't know what that means. I guess I'm going to be, I'm going to be cracked out on, on concerts. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I do know what you mean, dude. All right, let's move along. This is another song brought to us from a previous guest. Joel Fruth was on our episode about the emo darlings, Ethan Durrell. That was a great show, man. Um, he reminisced on the, the glory days of emo music in the uh, Dallas music scene and Deep Ellum. He was a huge part of that scene in the early 2000s. And right on brand, dude, Joel brought us an awesome post-punk emo band. Uh, this is a band called Four Years Strong. Uh, they have an album that came out this year called Brain Pain. I haven't listened to the whole album, but according to Joel, he said you could pick any song on the album, basically. They're all great. Uh, so, again, this is an emo band called Four Years Strong. This song is called Get Out of My Head. just a classic uh emo post-punk song you know yeah man and that dude i was gonna say while i was listening to this i was thinking to myself like we're living in a great time for rock music again <laughs> yeah man. My, you know what i mean like there's a lot of bands out there that are revisiting their the 2000s the, the like the 2010s like emo sound and there's bands out there that are revisiting grunge in a really great way as we've talked about extensively. And then there's bands like crack cloud that are, that are experimenting. You know what I mean? Like there's, it's all over the place. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's every, every possible 
type of rock music that you could hope for, there's a band out there making it. You know what I mean? It's great. Yeah. Well, here's here's the thing about Four Years Strong, dude. Their first album came out in 2007. So again, this is some OG. Okay. Well, they're still going. It's still going strong. Good stuff, man. They're still going. And there's bands. There's new. There's new bands out there that are making stuff that sounds like this. That's why it could go both ways, right? It could be a band like The Strokes that are still making great music. You know, they were the fucking the forefathers of of the post punk revival, right? The, yeah, totally, dude. I was reading a quote. This is random, but I was reading a a, a quote from Jim Atkins of Jimmy World. There's a quote from him about that era, and he said there was basically the Strokes, bands that wanted to sound like the Strokes, and then us <laughs> in the in in that the early 2000s. You know what I mean? Anyway, yeah. that's random, but um, yeah, so. It's just a good. I feel I feel hopeful about rock music again, Q. Yeah, it was looking pretty uh, pretty iffy for a little while there. If there was ever a year that we needed to fucking rock out. Yeah, man. It's this year, you know. Well, we're gonna shift gears a little bit for this next one, dude. Now, this is another guy that's been going strong for years and has been consistently putting out great stuff. Really uh, varied in his sound and what he does, uh, Mr. Sufjan Stevens. And we had a few people that shared songs from him. Uh, Nathan also posted a, a song of his on our brainstorm list. Uh, but this is coming from Eric Nash, also a family member of ours in the Pantheon Podcast Network. He's got two shows on the network. Uh, the Almost Famous Minute, where he's he goes minute by minute from the movie Almost Famous. I think he's almost done, dude. I think he's he's up in like the 70-minute range right now. It's it's about to be over. <laughs> you have to pick another movie. He's also got a show on the network called Feels Like Weezer uh, with his co-host Zach Smith. <laughs> it's all about Weezer. Anyways, uh, so he shared a Sufjan Stevens song from the album The Ascension, I believe. That's the album, yeah. It's hard to keep track of Sufjan Steve, what he's doing, man. He's he's doing like five things at a time, always. The song we're going to play is Ursa Major.
Always been a Sufjan Stevens fan, dude. Um, man, he is just all over the place. Yeah, I can't say I've ever really listened to him all that much, to be honest with you. It's just one of those names that like, you recognize, you know? Yeah. Like you said, he's been doing this for a long time, this guy. I got into him during the Michigan and Illinois era, which is the early 2000s. Mm, yeah, that's. I, I think that's the, the album that probably jumps out at me if I saw the record label, or if I saw the album art. Yeah, he, he used to do a lot more like, almost like choir heavy kind of stuff, like really uh always very like orchestral and um like s- cinematic almost i mean this this album the ascension's no exception um he also let's see uh so eric originally sent us the song video game and so did nathan uh but that is actually a single and we we're trying trying not to do singles on this on these episodes um but yeah dude one of one of the i think one of the mo- most unique and um yeah, one of the I'd say one of the more important singer songwriters of our generation for sure, dude. Yeah, I think that's fair. Good stuff. So again, that was a song from Sufjan Stevens from the album The Ascension. The song is called Ursa Major. So that's it, dude. But guess what we're gonna do, man? We're gonna play another song from the Slow Rush, Tame Impala, another listener of ours who took us to school. On our grunge episode, dude, when we covered Soundgarden. Uh, he had some opinions to share Infamous, with us. Uh, yeah. And you know what? Nothing but respect, because this guy lived it. We were just little babies. Sure. Little little kitties. But we can, you know, we can observe it out, outside of it, you know? Yeah. Uh, I'm talking about Mr. Dan Former, um, listener of the show. Good dude. Lively debates with this guy. Just kidding. We've we've never. It's. it's I'm making it a larger deal than it is because. Yeah. You know. Sure. Uh, it's fun to reminisce, but uh, he basically he just straight up said the slow rush by Tame Impala. So he didn't give us a an actual song to play. Good because we have another one that we had queued up. Q. And here's what here's the way I see it. Basically, he's saying every single song on this album is fucking great, and we agree. Uh, we brought the song one more year to i think that was on episode two of our uh, best of 2020 episodes i'm gonna play one of my other favorites off the record um did you want to talk about getting up and moving and grooving dude mm-hmm. fucking hopping and squirming i love this song dude the groove in this one man just makes you want to tap your feet <laughs> so this song <laughs> the song is called is it true
dude. It's just so great. Yeah, I love the I love like the voice box that comes out of nowhere. That that classic, uh, almost like a Daft Punk. Kind Reminds of me of the Cars or Cars or Frampton or whatever. You know, name the band that's done it. You know, if there's gonna be one artist that we were gonna play two tracks from in the span of our best of 2020 episode batches like of course it's gonna be team impala you know it's gonna be kevin parker dude every time yeah um yeah he's just like he's the king of 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 hooks you know oh yeah and dude. And, and uh he's everywhere too yeah. man he's been producing a lot of stuff now too like every everyone wants a piece of that kevin parker yeah he yeah he could he could pre- be a producer and, and only be a producer uh, if he wanted to. Oh yeah, I'm sure that's what he'll be doing, and you know, in the long term. Yeah, but yeah, great way to close out our our episode, our um, our our 2020 best of tracks with, with a banger like that one did. Yes. Yeah, so thank you, Dan Former, for suggesting Tame Impala. I mean, you know, you know us well, sir. And uh, yeah, thank you to everyone else who shared songs with us. You know, like this one thing that we keep saying over and over off the mic. But we would love for this podcast to to become more and more of like a, a conversation with our listeners. You know, like I want to I want to do entire episodes where we cover albums and songs shared with us from listeners. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, the few times that we've been able to interact with listeners on Twitter, um, it it always results in in something great. For example, our friend of the pod Tyler Darling and being able to get him on the show one day we may be on his show one day he may you know give us Bert Daniels phone number I mean there's all sorts of stuff that could come from that I mean that's just a yeah just a suggestion yeah just throwing that out there um, as a friendly reminder that we would like to have Bert Daniels phone number because um, I know you have it. he's on a first name basis with the guy you know <laughs> yeah so you know if you want to give us his number it'd be great but yeah, we want more interaction with our listeners um, because it makes the show interesting. Um, and like you said earlier, dude, and shout out to Ronnie again, man. Yeah. It's a fucking magic carpet ride, dude. You know? Yeah. Euphoric. Uh, you know, we just want you to make us feel good, you know? That's that's the <laughs> reason we started this podcast is to fucking inflate the ego. No, not really. Of course. No. <laughs> we do this because we love, we love music. We love talking about music. And obviously, we can talk to each other about music for hours and hours. There's a whole back catalog of episodes to prove that. But, you know, we want to start talking to to other people out there who love music just as much as we do. So interact with us on Twitter. Fill out the contact form on uh, our website. I don't think anybody touches that thing. Uh, But by the way, there will be a a facelift to the No Filler website coming in the not-too-distant future. So we'll talk about that when it happens, but I've got some time coming up here. I'm going to work on it. That's exciting. Yeah. Cool. So there you go. Because uh, you are just a whiz at the old HTML5. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. yeah that, is the, that is still the current version of HTML cube. You got that right. Sounds like somebody is starting to take some classes. Uh, the fact that you <laughs> even knew that term to throw at me. It's not. Yeah. I am. I am. Back, back in school, dude. HTML6 is right around the corner, dude. Oh, well. Just saying. All right, Q. So we have, uh, as we've been doing the last few weeks, we have our final, and I think we both agreed, our 
absolute favorite thing that happened in the world of music throughout 2020. Yes, man. And it was the it was the the gift that that kept on giving. I don't even remember the origin of it, but let me paint the picture here, Q, as I like to do. If you're a fan of Foo Fighters or Dave Grohl, and you follow him on Twitter or any other social network, you have probably seen some videos pop up of Dave interacting with this uh, British musician named Nandy Bushell, I think is how she pronounces her name. I don't know how old she is. I need to figure that out right now. But she is probably like nine or 10. I think she's 10. So Nandy Bushell is a 10-year-old amazing drummer. She's incredible, dude. Let me tell you the first time I saw her, and this was before Dave Grohl got involved. I'm curious to know if it's the same video I saw. System of a Down. Yes, that's the same one I saw too. The first <laughs> yeah, one. Man. So she she has a I YouTube. I think that's what, how she blew up was that, yeah. that cover. She has a YouTube channel where she, you know, she drums along to these very well-known rock songs, right? And I don't, I don't know the origin of it, but somewhere along the line, she challenged Dave Grohl to a drum off. I think it was Everlong that she covered first of the okay. Foo Fighters, but I don't know when the when the challenge came I, into play. And it may have even been one of those things where she did the video, Dave Grohl saw it and, and it, challenged her. Yeah. I don't know, but anyway, the the drum off happened, and we all got to watch it happen through these videos. You know, throughout the course of the year, uh, where you know she would she would do a song, and then he would do a song that she would have to play. And then like it went back and forth and, you know, she wrote a song about the drum off. Yeah. And And Dave wrote a song about her too. That's right. It was, yeah, that was the kind of thing. It was, you know, they were kind of one upping each other back and forth. Um, And then it ended with Dave, you know, essentially doing a zoom call with Nandy and they just kind of were talking about random stuff. Right. But it was adorable. This girl is absolutely adorable. And She's awesome. And she, dude, she is cur- my current favorite musician. Yeah. Easily. I, I think I think it's, it's hard not to to fall in love with her energy and like her- She's awesome. Fierceness man. that she- Like when she's drumming, especially when you watch that Toxicity cover. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's fucking amazing, dude. She just goes nuts, man. She just screams at the top of her lungs. Yeah, it's yeah. great, man. But anyway- um. But she's covered, you know, Nirvana songs. I mean, it's no, it's no wonder she showed up on Dave Grohl's radar, right? Everlong, she's covered I mean, everything. Bring Me the Horizon. There's a Coldplay, Green Day. Like she's done all these drum covers where she drums over the song. Hysteria by Muse. Anyway, if you don't know who this person is, go check out her YouTube channel. You'll fall in love with her just like everybody else has who who, who has followed her. Um, anyway, so we're gonna play a little clip here. <laughs> That she put out this video, actually. She put out a video in response to Dave Grohl's appearance on uh, Stephen Colbert, where he essentially, like, conceded the battle, saying that he, you know, that she won, basically. So, anyway, we'll play that. Um, and-, and you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to splice in uh, Dave Grohl's song that he wrote for Nandy. Just so we can get some music. Well, in how about this, dude? Um, outro. We we reacted, or at least you reacted to the Allison Chains cover that I brought last week. Why don't we play this video? Because you haven't seen this yet. Yeah, I haven't seen this, and then and then we'll fade out. Yeah, 
pro we'll have our proper outro with uh, the song that Dave Grohl wrote for Nandy. Because there, there's a very, um, a very specific reference that she makes in this video cue that I think you're gonna love. So I want to hear you react to that. So anyway, um, so this is essentially a you're gonna hear Dave Grohl talking with Stephen Colbert, and then she kind of like splices in like she's taking over the broadcast kind of thing and then starts to just talk. So you'll, you'll, you'll get the idea. One of the, the few feel good stories of this year. She's like, ah, I challenge you to a drum battle. She just wipes the floor and she's kicking my ass. This kid is like kicking my butt. There's nothing I can do. She I mean, it was, you. it was, see you on the playground after school. Oh my God, I'm gonna get my ass kicked. It just happened over and over and over. Sometimes you just have to concede. Feet. She's just amazing. Um, so yeah, I'm a huge, I'm a huge tenacious D fan. So that was fucking great. Yeah, she refer- and and she, you know, she obviously Dave Grohl was, you know, he had a role as Satan in uh, the Pick of Destiny, and she's kind of referencing that they're going to write Travis. Travis, what? You're clearly you're not a tenacious D fan, brother. What did I say wrong? Well, Dave Grohl is he's their drummer, tenacious D's drummer. You didn't know that? No, <laughs> I actually didn't know that. <laughs> So yeah, Dave Grohl is the drummer for Tenacious D, obviously. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that until just now. Um, yeah. But you know, he was in the movie uh, Pick a Destiny as Satan. Uh, so she throws in that kick-ass reference for fans of uh, Tenacious D, a little Easter egg for us. And not to mention, it's it, it's what she's saying is is very it, it's fitting. She's saying that, and I didn't mention this earlier, but. One of the things, one of the things that came out of, um, and I called this a mile away, dude. One of the things that came out of the um, the conference call that her and and Dave had together was that they're gonna basically they're gonna invite her on tour to do 
or to do at least one show, like when they're in the UK or whatever. So she's going to go on stage. Everybody's going to lose their goddamn mind. Um, but then her and Dave are going to collaborate and do a song together. So that's what she was referring to. She can't wait to collaborate with Dave. It's going to be the best song in the world, which is a this will be no tribute. No yeah. tribute. Yeah. So anyway, she can't. Everything she does is is amazing. She's fucking adorable. You just heard it right there. Uh, we'll post the video on our our show notes page, which I'm lagging behind on cue. By the way, I'm a few weeks behind on the website, so that's all right. Dude. Apologies, everybody. No, I, no, I know that. No worries. It's just people are just go to our website, just flooded with thousands of people every day. It's not <laughs> the case, which is why I don't often. Know. I mean, last time I tried to get on the whole, the server was down, dude. The server was just overloaded, man. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> spoken like somebody who's learning how uh, cloud computing works. Anyway, uh, so that's that cute. That that is how you wrap it up with Nandy Bushell. Really, I mean, like it's one of those like highlights of of twenty twenty, like uplifting, like feel good. Every time you watch her, she just she just makes me feel fucking. I love it. I'm all smiles, man. Yeah. Anytime I, a new video pops up with her, and she's it, just, just uh, I, so enjoyable to watch, yeah. and you can feel her excitement just like oozing out you know, of the speakers and the, and the screen, you know what I mean? Like her excitement and passion for music. It's great. Yeah, man. So that's it, dude. Is this going to be our last episode of the year? I think so. Yeah, I think yeah, so. This is it, man. Yep. So yeah, we'll be coming back at you at the beginning of 2021. I'm not going to spill beans, dude, but we already have a, an idea of who we're going to kick off the new year with. Uh, which I can't wait, dude. Yeah, that's going to wait. It's going to be a good way to start the year. And then we've got some other ideas for what we're going to talk about. But uh, yeah, it's been fun talking about the uh, the great tracks from 2020. I'm looking forward to getting back into our normal format. You know, because a been, lot of good music this year, man. I've been stashing away some some what you heard's cue oh, that I can go too, through dude. now. Me too. So we'll be back with our our regular format. Uh, next year so and by that i mean next week you said next year that's such a funny joke dude that's <laughs> <laughs> you like when people say that hey see you next year see you next year and it's like next year's like tomorrow or whatever when the person it's like wow you're so fucking funny you know i mean i just did it but anyway so yeah um hey you can find us on twitter <laughs> at no filler podcast and you can find us on our website nofillerpodcast.com where you can find all of our previous episode show notes and you can listen to the episodes as well but uh yeah every episode we list out our track lists we list out sources if we had any sources that we cited uh so if you want to learn more about the bands we talk about check out our website and you know what i'm gonna say you should probably follow us on spotify pretty soon here because we're gonna have uh, quite a bit of playlists. Here. Well, what's weird is our our Spotify is actually my personal Spotify. Well, account. shit. But I don't. Hey, you know what? I don't have any like, I don't have any playlists that are public anyway. So okay, uh, except for our no filler ones, which well, yeah, we're about go. to have a few more on there. That's right. So, um, you know, we may we may start to to utilize that a little bit more, um, and share just you know again, it's another another way to share music with people. That's kind of what we're all about. Um, so yeah, I don't know how to, how to, how to tell people to find somebody on, on Spotify, but you can probably just search for no filler. If you search for no filler, you're going to see the Sum 41 album pop up all killer, no filler, but then you'll probably find our, 
some of our playlists. So if you find one playlist, then you can then follow our user account, which is actually Quentin. Turns out it is. That's 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 my account. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, and hey, you can also uh, find us on the Pantheon Podcast Network. Um, that is a music-centered network of shows, uh, and we're we're part of the family. Lots of good music-centered episodes in the network. Uh, that is PantheonPodcasts.com, and that's it, dude. That is a wrap on 2020. And again, we're going to fade out with Dave Grohl's tribute song to Nandy Bushel. Uh, with a special appearances by uh, his daughters, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, dude, that was, that was a great moment, man. Her face is like, just like her jaws just dropped the whole time. I know. I love it, man. That's great. All right. That's going to do it. Shout out again to Ronnie, Dan, Tyler, Joel. Nathan, Mitch, did I get them all? I think so. I think I got them all, dude. Uh, did you, thank you guys shout for... out Ronnie? Oh, yeah, dude. Like she was the first one I shouted. Can't forget Ronnie. Uh, yeah. Thank you for sharing those songs with us. Uh, this episode would not have happened without you. All right. That's going to do it. My name's Quentin. My name is Travis. Y'all take care. Round two. Dave Gore has been cooking up something special. I'm sure it's epic. Let's see what he's been up to. Okay, Nandy, you got me. You win round one, but I got something special for you. Something really? you've never heard before. Something I've never heard before, because I'm about to write this off the top of my head for you.